0: Hello, hello! Welcome to Diamond Effect podcast episode one hundred and twenty-five. So I just turned forty-five on November twenty-third, and it happened to be Thanksgiving in U.S., which then made me realize actually I was born on a Thursday, November twenty-third. Like I was born on a American Thanksgiving. Who knew? And I received so much love from everybody. Emails, texts, phone calls, messages, Facebook wishes. It was a really special day and I'm so grateful for it. And within that, there is a story that I want to share with you in a moment because that sort of led me to decide to record this podcast. The story is that one of my followers and people who I'm connecting with Facebook reached out via Messenger to wish me happy birthday and then asked if there was anything special or how I was celebrating. So I told them that I was going out for dinner with my husband and our four kids and I was super excited about it. And then she replied to it almost like, yeah, that's great, but what are you doing for yourself? And I was surprised by that question and I didn't want to, I didn't know how to answer. And then I realized, oh, she must be thinking that we're going out for dinner just because that's what we do all the time or just because I feel obligated and therefore I need to do something extra just for me. Whereas (laughs) in the way I am treating the dinner as this is for me, I want it to go out for dinner with my family. If I didn't, I wouldn't have. Because I would never do something anymore, at least, out of obligation or out of shooting myself or out of, oh, that's what people do, therefore I should be doing it. We are going out for the dinner because that's exactly what I want to do, and it's for me. It brings me joy and gets me excited when we spend quality time as a family, and we don't go out that often. For dinner because I am a pretty good cook. And if I'm going out for dinner, I want to have a food better than what I can cook at home. I'm not going to go out to any restaurant just because I'd rather enjoy good food at home. So we go out on special occasions. That led me to think like, oh, maybe recording an episode about how to enjoy holiday season, but also come back to your business re energized rather than stress during the holiday season and drain your energy so then you're on top of it dragging to go back to your business in January 2024 could be a valuable topic. And sometimes I don't think about it because I no longer stress over holidays. I no longer shoot myself into doing things or not doing things. I'm really way past that And I enjoy every time off that I have, every holiday that I have, because I really do what I want to do with whom and when and to what capacity. So then I rest during those times and recharge. And then I'm excited to come back to my, let's say, more regular routine, being in the business, coaching my clients, marketing, and so on. So that's where the idea for this episode came from. There are two main Culprits were people and maybe some of you get stressed during holidays instead of enjoying and resting and filling your cup and energy back. And those culprits are mainly perfectionism and people pleasing all the shoulds, whether it's imposed by ourselves, so through perfectionism, oh, I want it to be perfect and I need to do this and this and that, or the shoulds imposed by certain standards or social norms through the way we were raised and we think we just need to continue that, or also our reluctance, To say no or to establish certain boundaries and our reluctance to honor those boundaries create most of the holiday stress, truly. So when both are at play, perfectionism and people-pleasing, what happens is sometimes we end up being more energetically drained after holidays than before when we entered them and we end up having no fun during the holidays and no fun getting back to our business because we're just so tired. So in today's episode, I want to apply the process that sometimes I go with my clients to sort of determine their business strategy and what they're going to do, what they're not going to do and why to the holiday time and help you take that process and apply it in your personal life and allow it to help you. So that process consists of really three steps and kind of asking yourselves three questions. Question number one is, if you for one minute dropped all the shoots, over. That's how we do it. This is the tradition. This is the expectation. This is what I think I should do or what I think others want me to do. And just think, if you could have the holiday season your way, honestly, really honestly, what would it look like? What would you want to happen and what you don't want to happen? I do that. Before I commit to anything during holidays, I always think through those questions. Do I want it? Why do I want it? And maybe I don't. And why I don't. So, for example, I would give you my plan, I guess, for this coming holidays. We love to have people over. I think holidays are that special time that fills me up when we have people who are close to us over and at the same time I can't have people over all week long every day that would be too much for me so now being an immigrant we I have part of the problem solved by the distance <laughs> of my family and so on. So we just have a handful of friends here in Canada that we're close with. But even that, I protect our family time, my own well-being. To organize it in a way where, again, my cup gets filled and I rest and recharge by being around people that are close to me and love rather than getting drained from running and cooking nonstop, stressing out over everything, having to be perfect. So Christmas Eve is a tradition that in Poland we have that I love and I wanted to uphold it here in Canada. So, on Christmas Eve, I usually make a traditional Polish meal. However, I say traditional, but it doesn't mean that I follow tradition to the letter because that would be too much. So, traditionally, a Polish Christmas Eve meal has 12 dishes in it, 12 And a lot of them take a lot of time to cook. Like even pierogies are time-consuming to make. And especially for me, because I don't have practice, so I'm slower than usual. So guess what? I don't make them. I make a substitute of pierogies as a dish with something else that's faster to make. And instead of 12 dishes, I make four or five, even if we have people over. I just make more of the same dish. So I'm adapting the tradition that I do truly want to uphold because it's important to me, but not to the point when I'm stressing myself out and overworking and then being exhausted by the end of the holidays. I'm just adapting it to uphold it and enjoy it at the same time. Another thing that I do is, you know, we usually have people over on Christmas Eve, but then Christmas Day, we like to keep it peaceful and quiet just with the kids. Most of the day, it's a PJ day. We don't necessarily go anywhere. We really rest and just enjoy quiet family time. Just the four or six of us if my stepboys are around. And then if I want to see more people, I do it on a boxing day or the new year or the sometime during the holiday week. So I spread that out. I create time for me to recoup, enjoy, and just stay without creating stressful situations. So once you have question one answered, so if you dropped all the shoots and all the expectation and whatever traditions you think you need to uphold... How would you have the holidays? What would they look like? And you answer that honestly for yourself. Then the second questions you can ask is, what would it take for you to have the holidays your way and the way you really want? And that could mean I got to drop my perfectionist expectation of myself and not care about having 12 dishes on the table. Or having whatever else you think you need to have. Because sometimes we think other people expect that of us and truly nobody cares. Because very often we just, what do we want during holidays? Connection, time with the family, not perfect napkins, perfect decor, perfect everything. That's not what matters. It might also mean saying no to someone or saying yes but I would like to do it this way and not the way I think you expect me to do or the way you're asking, right? So you can say yes, but you can change the rules. Because what are traditions? Traditions is something that we do over and over because somebody one day decided and then nobody ever questioned it. Well, you can make new traditions. You can change them. You can adopt them. Okay, you get to decide truly how you want to organize the holidays with your family for yourself, what traditions you want to keep, what do you want to change, what to uphold, what not to uphold, and so on. I, as an immigrant, when I came to Canada... I wanted to keep certain traditions from my childhood because I love them. And there's traditions that I adopted from North America because I love them too, like Thanksgiving, for example. And there's things that we just changed because it works for our family better. And those are unique traditions that we have as a family, but it doesn't mean they have to be upheld 100% perfectly by my kids. They'll do their own thing. So you can do your thing. I promise you. The world will not end when you change something. (laughs) So another thing that you might need to be willing to do in order to have the holiday time your way is to do something scared. So saying no while maybe having a fear of being judged for that, right? Or saying, yes, but we're doing this way the same way. Maybe feeling the fear of being judged, or maybe you need to be ready for some sort of rejection or some sort of disgruntlement of a family member who would want you to do certain things. But I always say like, even if they thought something of you, or even if they weren't 100% happy, is it really worse than you feeling resentful During the holidays, because you said yes to too many things or something you didn't really want, staying then in your head about it and kind of going back and forth in your mind, losing energy and time on that, and therefore not being present to enjoy the holidays and spin about it, right? So is it better for somebody else to have some thoughts about your response or how you're organizing holidays? Or you staying in the negative mindset, draining you and stressing you out. You pick. I think it's better if you decide what's best for you and then people, others can decide what's best for them. If they want to participate in it or not, right? Trying to decide for other people, trying to make other people happy usually is not effective and it makes us unhappy. So then the last question you want to ask yourself is whatever I decide that I want to do and what I don't want to do and I eliminate or change, how can I make this happen simply and easily, right? How can I create whatever I want to create during holidays in a way that's simple and easy that doesn't require working like almost overtime, at home trying to create it. So eliminating certain unnecessary things and being okay with it. Like what I'm saying, I'm not cooking 12 dishes. I'm cooking four that I want to cook that Christmas. And then I change it the next Christmas if I want. Another thing is making sure that you incorporate some rest and recharge time So again, from day to day, you can feel fulfilled, you can feel joyful, you can feel rested. Even if that rest and recharge time is a few minutes here and there throughout the day where you have a time to just close your eyes and sit still for 10 minutes or meditate for 10 minutes or drink a coffee or something like that. Because hey, I know how some of you high achievers do. You just go, 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 go. You never stop. I used to do that. So I know. (laughs) Then another thing is be realistic with what you can and cannot do. So sit down and plan it. Here I am again with my planning. But yes, if you actually sit down before holiday starts or the craziness of cooking and packing and everything starts and say, hey, okay, what is it realistically that I can do, that I want to do and what not?" that also allows you to level set your expectation of yourself and not then keep adding, oh, I should do this, I should do that and so on as the time goes and really setting yourself up for failure. And then the last thing is how you can make it happen simply and easily is communicate extensively, honestly, openly, simply, and respectfully with your family and friends. Ask some of them for help if you need to. Ask some of them to be understanding when you say no or when you want to change the rules and so on. Okay, the more we communicate, the more people are okay with it and they don't get offended about anything because they understand. Really, truly, when we think about holidays, everybody wants just to have fun, be connected, rest, enjoy those special moments with the people closest to them with the people that matters, and everything else is secondary. This is truly the same in business. Once you decide what's the most important in your business and just focus on that, magic happens. And when you let go of secondary things, you don't overwork, you don't stress, you can enjoy running your business and getting amazing results and then also living a fantastic life. Another thing that I'm going to say for you to help you with your business before the holidays, if you can sort of finish up and create a closure for 2023 before the new year starts and whether you can do it in the weeks that are coming before the holidays start or whether you're planning to work a little bit in between New Year's and Christmas or whatever other holidays you observe You can do that, but do a little assessment of 2023 and create a plan for 2024 so then when you have it, you don't need to think about your business when you're spending time with your loved ones. And then when you're rested and recharged, at least that happens for me, I'm excited to come in into the new year with a plan and say, yeah, let's go. Let's create the goals that I want to create in the business that I love. Because not only I filled my cup with connection and love and I re energize myself, but I also have some closure and I have plan, I know what to do. So it's so fun and easy for me to just come into the new year energized by my business and by the life that I have, all right? And of course, if you want help with doubling your business without working more and usually less, I'm here to help. Schedule a free consultation with me in the link in the show notes, and I'll be happy to talk to you about how it would look like exactly in your case and in your business case. Have a fantastic week and talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at starwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.